Welcome to the Vinnie Rock Podcast. Podcast. I took the blows and did it my way. It's time. The Vinnie Rock Podcast. What's going on is the Vinnie Rock Podcast. This was going to be a little bit different. I went and did a podcast with my boys, The Warning Order. Um, and what they got going on right now is pretty cool. And so I thought the interview was done really well. And so what I wanted to do was go ahead and just upload their interview of me to my podcast, giving them a shout out. The Warning Order, these dudes, um, they, they they did a good job. And I, and I liked the, the way the message came out. And so I thought it'd be good for you. But before we get to that, don't forget the sponsors. We got Core Medical Group. You know how many people hit me up about this all the time. And then you know how many people hit me up about it and, and don't know about the podcast and don't know about Core Medical Group. So go check it out. They're a telemedicine company. They can send it directly to your house. It's, it's, it's discreet. People don't know what the package is. And they keep it, uh, they keep it 100. Go get your blood work done. Uh, once they see that your blood work is in need of any kind of hormones, they will send them to you. Check them out. You guys, hit them up. Let them know Rocco sent you. That's Core Medical Group. Beyond Clothing. Uh, it's about that time to go out hunting. I'm getting my hunter safety license, and I got to get some gear. Some layered systems is what I like to use, and obviously the only place that I use is Beyond Clothing. Go use that Rocco promo code for 10% off. They got some good shit. They're an amazing company. Go check them out, beyondclothing.com. Do me a favor, at least go check it out, beyondclothing.com. At least go look it up, beyondclothing.com. Willie Peach Chocolate is your veteran-owned company. He does the chocolates out of his own house, different Schofield units. They're spicy. They're not. They're all over the place. They're fucking amazing. If you like chocolate and spicy, you'll love Willie Peach Chocolates. Go check them out. GMR Gold is the... The the place to buy and sell your precious metals. Oh, and you want a subscription box? You got it. Bullion box, $100, $200, $300, whatever you want. They got it. It's a fun time. It is seriously a good time to be able to open up these packages with my kids and let watch their eyes glow as, as, they, as they just read what it is. The other day, we got a giant quarter. The kids were loving it. It was freaking awesome. If for anything else, it's worth it. I love it. GMR Gold, go check them out. Aircraftmaintainer.com. Uh, you know, if you guys are in an MOS that does aircraft maintenance, then you'll understand what it is to go get licensed and certified. So when you get out of the military, you're getting paid more. You're getting paid what you deserve. Aircraftmaintainer.com. Go check it out. Hit it up. Use the website. Let them know I sent you. There's a school there that'll get you certified free of charge if you are active duty. And if you are not, there's grants we can get you covered. Perseverance Survival. They got some good stuff. You like Ranger panties? They got them. They got them in all the colors that you want. Go check out Perseverance Survival, the original place of the Wooby hoodie. Coming with some new designs here soon. I'm excited to get those. When they get here, it's going to be fucking awesome. Also, Lead Slingers Whiskey. Is there Lead Slingers Whiskey near you? Ask. Go hit up the social media pages. Go hit up Facebook. Go hit up Instagram. Go hit me up. I'll let you know. Go check it out. Warfighter. Tobacco.com. Order your Warfighter sticks anywhere you want directly to your house besides Utah because we got some weird fucking laws. Either way, I want you guys to check out this podcast and I think you're going to love it. Later.
So the intro, whoever does the intro, who's going to do it? You? Yeah. We can, I mean, we can, yeah, we can do like a, a whatever. I just want to know where you put my beer. <laughs> and my top is, is slanted. Yeah. Yeah, okay. No, that's not my, oh. <laughs> my top. My top is, is crooked. Let me see. Uh, uh, I think that's mine. How much is drink? This one's mine. This one's mine. You haven't drank that much. I love you. It's no big deal. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What is going on, guys? This is the inaugural Warning Order Podcast. All right, what is up? Welcome back. You are watching the Warning Order. If you're on YouTube, you're watching. You're awesome. Um, otherwise, you are listening on iHeartRadio, Spotify, or MLTRY.com. We've got an awesome episode for you guys today. We've got our first guest appearance, and he just so happens to be a badass. <laughs> Vincent Rocco Vargas. What's up, man? Yo, what up, what up? <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't know up? if I'm a badass, but thank you. <laughs> so what's up, man? Chilling, man. Chilling, chilling. How's the family? You got a new baby. Man, it was nice to get out of the house because uh catch up on sleep. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I gotta go. So I get out of the house and go sleep in the car for a little bit. <laughs> I had to be I had to be there at eight and, yeah. you know, and we started at ten, but I'm gonna sleep in the car for about an hour and a half. Right. No, nah, it's good, man. It's good to 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 kind of man, I was saying this to my, my, my wife that I feel bad for my other kids because right now I'm 38. I'm kind of like, I'm in the moment. You know, I wasn't always living in the moment as a youngster. Yeah. So I remember everything now. Like, I'm watching my son, every movement, everything, and I'm like appreciating all that shit. Like, yeah. nothing but gratitude in the fucking world right now. But when I was younger, I can't remember half the shit, and I feel bad for my daughters and my, my sons because they're like, Dad, do you remember? It's like, I don't remember shit, bro. <laughs> I'm a 20 year old kid having a baby, bro. Like, my mind was not on like being a great dad, and, 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 and I, that's something I obviously fucking have worked on throughout the years but yeah. now I'm like oh shit I'm relevant in this kid's life completely and so like I enjoy every little aspect of it now yeah that's, that's dope, awesome man. man yeah it's dope as fuck it's it's totally different I mean it yeah comes off of how you are personally at that time like when you you know because like we talked about you know I got yeah. all kinds of kids out there and you know some of them you're just not the right mind to, you know no, bro I was a college baseball player one of them and then, then I joined the military the other and like genuinely I was deployed or I was gone for training like my whole active duty time. And so like I missed all their lives and I'm just surprised they even know who the fuck I was. Were you, were you there for each one of them being born? No, I only, I've only caught now three kids being born. Um, and I have five blood kids, right? Um, so my oldest daughter, I was gone. I was in Kentucky playing baseball. She was born. I found out two weeks later. I was go, and I wasn't, you know, me and the, me and her mom weren't tight, but me and her mom eventually got married. Yeah. So my second kid, uh, I came back from Iraq, luckily caught it. Boom. Third kid, I was there. I uh, was just about to get out of Ranger Town a couple of months before I got out of Ranger Town. I was there for that. And then my my son, who's 10 now, I uh, went to the Border Patrol four days before he got he was born. Dumb decision, right? It was like, hey, you're going to start the Border Patrol Academy this date. And I'm like, fuck yeah. Nothing stopped me. Because like, yeah. in my head, like this is going to give my family so much opportunity. Yeah. I should have just said, can we delay it a month? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But like the young me was just like motivated to get shit started Hungry. for the family. Yeah, and I'm like, look, it's all good. He'll, he'll forgive me. Yeah. And I made that decision. I fucking regret that shit. You know? And so yeah. now, you know, I could have been in L.A. working. I could have been in L.A. hustling different gigs and acting and all this shit. But I decided to take a fucking local job just to keep the bills fucking paid and, and be there for the kid. And so, you know, now I got to experience the whole thing and it's been fucking... Uh, 
Man, it's been a good decision. Thank God. Yeah, watch <laughs> that, man. Well, you uh, man, you got a ton of stuff going on, man. Yeah. A ton. You're on, you know, you got Mayans, and you're heading down there, uh, you know, shortly next month or something yep. like that. Yeah. Um, to get, get on with filming with that, man. You're on the cover of Skill Set Magazine, yeah, which is still, awesome, man. That's actually, huge. Yeah, that's so, cool. So you have that next to the shitter? You look no, at yourself a lot? I don't, I don't have it. I, I, they sent me a bunch, and I just hand them off. Like, <laughs> <laughs> should have brought one. We put it right here. I, I should have, dude. I just, do you know what's funny? It's just, um... I don't know. It's cool, but I think I try not to push it myself too often. Like yeah. if someone shares it with me, I share it, reshare it. But like, I'm trying to give them love because I respect the fact they gave me an opportunity, and it's kind of cool. But at the same time, like, I what, try, I try. You're not, you're not that guy carrying around like with sixty or seventy of those magazines, yeah. just ready to like hand them out wherever <laughs> you're going. Like, no, bro. that's not you. No, most <laughs> of that shit cost you though. If he had sixty or seven magazines, he's passing them out all the time. He's gonna spend everything he's ever made on magazines. Well, I, know, I paid for like five hundred headshots just so I can sign it for people, and I can't bring myself to actually do it. Or if they just give away or just sell them, people want them. You can sell them. I'm like, ah. Oh. I don't know yet. It's kind of a, it's a weird space because I still don't. I, I mean, I think personally, I respect the position I'm in, and it's cool, and I'm happy, and, and like all the gratitude and all that bullshit. But but in the end of the day, I think personally, I can't. I I don't feel um, I've made it right. So I guess I just I love that. Dude. It's hard for me to feel like like this picture is even worth signing for you to fucking hang on your wall. I don't know why. But, I love that, know, man. So so it's still hard for me to figure that yeah. out. In all honesty, a lot of people though, man, like the. After actually like knowing you a little bit, man, and like getting to know, like you're you're a very like humble person. You know, what I mean, a lot of people and you know veterans or whatever that want to kind of follow in maybe your footsteps, right? And yeah. kind of like get you know garner the success that you're doing. You know, and I I, I can't say that everyone's going to take the same steps that you would. You know, if they're on a cover of Skill Set magazine or whatever the hell magazine, whatever. Yeah. I can't say that they wouldn't be that individual going around trying. Hey, look at me, look at me. You know, you well, have to yeah. have a different kind of mindset. How long did it take you to get to the so that I mean I agree 100 yeah. percent but like you know we talked about it a little bit how long did it take how many failures did it take for you to be like man I need to be more humble I need to well yeah I think that's what it is I think life has a way of humbling us you know yeah. what I'm saying and I think life you know you know being a religious man of not like fucking not like crazy extreme but like to the point where I feel like God has always had, found yeah. a way to fucking find him find some we're some sinning Christians yeah. on a daily basis yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah yeah and so it's like you know I think just from like college I started getting humbled you know I was a Pretty good ball player, man. But I was also a fucking stupid drunk. You know what I mean? Uh, and I, I was just making stupid decisions. And, and eventually, when I lost my scholarship to baseball and had to join the military, I didn't have to. I just fucking was like, "Well, fuck it." You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you know, things like that, man. They make you feel like fuck. Like quit being a dumbass. You know what I mean? And so it's slowly, you keep getting humbled and humbled. I know when I was in high school, I was a pretty quiet kid. My first year of college is probably where I started popping off and acting real crazy and, and being comfortable in my own skin. Like, I was prom king, bro, but I think it was prom king because I was, like, Miss Congeniality. Like, <laughs> you, you took the glasses off yeah, and let your hair down? You know what I'm saying? Like, like, straight up, like, I was in, like, art class. I was in, like, Hispanic fucking club. I was a baseball player, a football player, a basketball player. Like, you know what I mean? I think I just knew enough people that, like, the popular dude had no chance. Because you know? yeah. even the nerds, like, I was cool with everybody. You yeah. know? So, like, just nice to everyone. Not, like, an outspoken dude. But like kind of a class calendar. So I think that's the only reason I got prom king because just more people knew me and were willing to vote for me other than like, you know, the stud jock. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so like, 
you know, whatever, right? <laughs> and, but, look, but look at that, right, from a different angle. Let's look at this. Because how many veterans or dudes that are in the military or dudettes, chicks out there, you know, whatever it is, they, like, boast about everything they did and most of the things they didn't do. Yeah. I mean, you're on here telling people the same as we've been. You got to humble yourself, let people know, like, man, I joined because, I mean, fuck, I didn't know what else I was going to do. Yeah. Like, I, it was either get a regular job yeah. or join the military. But everyone you meet it's like, man, I was, you know, I pretty much was going to go play in the NFL, but, you know, I just decided I want to fight for this country. <laughs> oh, really? That's <laughs> fucking nuts. You're five foot, you're five six, one forty. <laughs> it's funny, like, to know my, my college baseball career is like, kind of a, in a nutshell, my life was just like how much I was stupid. Like I got kicked out of my first junior college for, for a fight that happened at a pager shop. You know what I mean? And he's that old. Yeah. A pager, pager. shop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. People are listening. Like, what's that? Yeah. What's a pager? <laughs> it's it's pager. right. It's the thing you run to after you get a page, you go run to the, the pay phone, which it's you might not know what that is either. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, you're not gonna... <laughs> yeah. So it's like, that's like the first fight. And then I got in trouble for some stupid, like, check fraud with some dude tried to con me and fucking that got me kicked out of a second college. You know what I mean? So it was like a lot of stupid things, but like growing up in LA, you kind of grow up fast. You kind of grow up learning the hustle. You kind of grow up. My father was a gang member. My brother was involved and in, you know, and I, I was pushed to stay into sports to stay off the street. Like my father was like a really rough dude, ex Marine, you know what I'm saying? Or former Marine. Yeah, I was about me. to say, you yeah, know, yeah, once yeah, a Marine, yeah. always Marine. Yeah, yeah. Former Marine. Yeah. And, and you know, so his, his, um, heavy handed fucking ways and, and, and really just wanting the best for me was keep me off the streets and which kept me playing baseball since I was four all the way up in sports my whole life. Just raised just like a, a, in, in a, in a fast environment, man. I learned a lot from the street as much as I learned a lot from my father and learned a lot from freaking just experiences. And, and, you know, like I joined the army, I was 23 years old, bro. I mean, I go to basic training, like I'm the old dude in the room. There's like three of us that are older and all of a sudden I'm the dude of wisdom. Like, that's crazy. It tripped yeah. me the fuck out. And at the same time, it's like, I already knew who I was. I did four years of fucking college. I did the drinking. I did the partying. I, I have a kid. It's like all these things, like so far past, like trying to find out who my identity is and what I am and what I represent. Like I knew what I was from the beginning, dog. I was like, my father and my mother raised, raised me to think a certain way. I wanted a family my whole life. I wanted to raise kids. You know, I've, I've been in leadership positions from baseball all the way up. And so it's like, I kind of knew who I was, but then now trying to figure out this new culture of, of the military was an interesting, like, I guess, debacle I had to figure out too now. So I know like you, yeah, grow up in LA and, uh, your, your old man being a, you know, a Marine vet. Um, and he, and he's actually, he's a, he's a badass cut man too in the, yeah, in the boxing world now too. Well, and, he's pretty well known. And that's something obviously you, you, uh, grew up around in, yeah, in boxing, yeah. MMA. Yeah. We kind of grew up in the fight culture. Um, just by chance, my father and my mother really loved boxing, and my dad is uh, he he boxed a little bit in the Marine Corps, and, and he grew up in like street fighting. Like he's just he's a crazy Puerto Rican dog. Like he he was like now he's old dude, you know what I mean? Yeah. A grandpa, so he's like the nicest motherfucker ever. But he was a tough cat, man. He he would throw down with anyone. He was willing to throw down with anyone, and and, and I was raised uh, kind of like trying to be like that, but I didn't have the same heart, right? Like like my dad had no fear in a fight. Yeah. I, had, I had so much anxiety before a fight, bro. I thought I wasn't man enough. You know what I mean? It fucked my head up. Why, like, to also, like, to the aspect of why I have so many tattoos, I was yeah. raised by a man who's fully covered in tattoos, dog. I've yeah. wanted to emulate my father since I was little. I wanted to be the toughest dude in the room and willingness to fight, but I was scared out of my fucking nuts. My dad pushed me to fight my whole life, bro. Like, when I say this, like, front, front grass, two chairs, fucking boxing gloves, the first dude that walks up and gets off the bus, I'm fighting. He's like, hey, come box my son. And boom, we're throwing down. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and me and my brother, my brother's five years old, he goes, get inside. I'm getting my ass beat. My dad's like, get inside. You know, like, turn, I'm like, what the fuck, bro? This dude is kicking my ass. And I'm still sitting here crying and like trying to throw bombs. Cause like, if I don't, I'm nervous. My dad's going to hit me next. Right? How old were you? Man, that started from like when I was probably six all the way up, dog. Hell yeah. You know, like I fought, but it's like, 
when I say my dad's hit, my dad's never gonna like my dad. You know, yeah. you know. <laughs> you know. <laughs> he, he might give you a little bit, but not yeah, the full thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? My, my dad was thrown around by his dad, but my I think my dad, you know, just to go back. Like my my grandfather was wasn't a very good dude, yeah. and so we only know as fathers of what our fathers have taught us. And so my dad, I think, knew he wanted to be a better dad than his dad, mm-hmm. but also didn't know how far down to dwindle it down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So he definitely had his, his heavy moments, but it is what it is, right? I respect him now so much more knowing what it's like raising kids of my own. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, I, and I dwindled it down myself too for my kids. And there's times where I feel like, ooh, maybe maybe that was too much. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And, and I want to be a better man. I'm hoping my kids do the same. You know? Yeah. But, you know, so I grew up fighting, man. I grew up fighting. I had a twin sister. My dad was like, if she comes home crying and you didn't do something about it, I'm going to kick your ass. I'm like, okay, cool. So I'd fuck up everybody, dog. <laughs> Roger everybody. fucking that. By the time my sister got to high school, she knew, like, like pe- people were like, man, you're going to date her, but you, you got you to gotta deal with that guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? and, and I'm like, bro, it's not my fault. I just got to deal with that guy. Yeah. You know? I got to deal with pops, bro. Yeah. So, you know, and that's just growing up like that. You know, we, we grew up fighting. We grew up trying to be, trying to emulate my father, who's just like the toughest man I've ever met. And, I still, to this day, am never going to be as tough as that dude. You know what I mean? Like, I used to fight for the Army, you know, the Army mm-hmm. Combatish Programs. And walking up to a match, I'd be like, oh, God. Somebody stab me, lightning strike, God kill me before I get into this ring. Because yeah. there's this anxiety about a fight that is, like, the unknown. Like, am I going to embarrass myself? Am I going to get knocked out? And, like, that pressure, I've never liked. But the coolest thing is, like, when you've trained your whole life, you realize, like, what are you scared of? You train for this shit, and you're pretty good sometimes. You know yeah. what I mean? And there's dudes who's going to kick your ass, too. But everyone at the end respects you for just stepping in that bitch. Mm-hmm. So I take all that experience and trying to dump it onto my kids. Like, look, I get it when you're nervous. I've done yeah. it, you know? But, yeah, man, grow, growing up with that dude, is, it's an interesting thing. And now watching him on TV, he was on TV last night. You know, I get to see him on TV doing cut man shit for fun. Yeah. It's just cool, man. That's it's, so fucking cool, man. Yeah. Well, uh, you talk about baseball, man. Like, how do you uh, talk about that transition from, like, boxing, MMA, and getting into uh, baseball? How is that your calling? Yeah, it's just um, baseball became my sport, man. I was four years old. I played for the first time, like, T-ball. I was too young when my dad coached, so they let me play. You know what I mean? And then it just continued. I played year-round since I was about seven years old. Um, you know, played on all kinds of cool teams, you know, and, and fucking did really well. I was on the junior college all-star teams. All this, all this shit, you know? Yeah. And, um... I really believe that was my, my future, man. Left-handed pitcher, threw well. I was also a good hitter. Um, and just stupid mistakes. Being, I, was, I was too immature at the time. You know what I'm saying? Just really immature because I enjoyed, like people used to call me Goathead, right? That was my nickname in high school. It started my freshman year. Goathead, which transitioned to Goat. For me, I heard greatest of all time. <laughs> but the truth was, that wasn't what it represented. Man, like just, I was a fucking knucklehead, dude. You know what yeah. I mean? I was, I was the goat. Everyone called me the goat, the goat. And I started to live up to that personality, right? It's kind of like veterans live up to fucking the veteran fucking, you know, idea of what the personality of a veteran is. I was yeah. living up to what they wanted the goat to be. And so I was the wild man. I was the party man. I was the fucking, the fuck up, the dude, the crazy motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? I knew yeah. I was going to go to parties and I was going to be like, I was going to, I'm going to walk into people and be like, it's goat. You know, and, yeah. and, and I let that feed me for so many fucking years, dude. And the personality or the character of what, like, the GOAT created was not a baseball player, dude. He was a party animal. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He was just a fucking dumbass. Like, I can go back to college right now and they'll tell you 20 different stories about what GOAT did. And my wife's like, what the fuck? And I was like, I don't know, man. I was <laughs> a kid, dude. And that was my time of trying to figure out who the fuck I am and what I represent. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And eventually, when I, that was my first time getting humbled, man. You know, it's like, you lose baseball? That's the only thing I've ever loved. When people talk about transitioning out of the military and the struggle, bro, the struggle of transitioning out of baseball, the hardest thing I've ever taken. I'm fucking four years old all the way to 23 years old, dude. The only thing I've ever loved, the one thing that broke my heart twice already. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, that is a game that I forever respect and appreciate. 
and I can't coach it until you get to high school because I'll fuck you up if you disrespect my sport. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Straight up. That's how much I love that game. Yeah. And when that got taken from me, dog, I didn't know how to handle it. I was, I was a drunk. I was, I was an asshole. I was fighting all the time. I was fucking ruining my fucking life every night at a bar. I was working at Texas Roadhouse. All the money I get, go down to the bar, get fucked up, try and fight someone, and go back home and do it again the next day. Just a dumbass. Mm-hmm. And then I was like watching, I was watching the war on TV, dude. And, um, and I knew my daughter. I got a picture sent to me via mail. <laughs> uh, no social media. No, yeah, no, no text messaging yeah. on that. That would have cost like seven bucks. Yeah. You know? But um, I got a letter, and it showed a picture of my daughter. And um, I was like, fuck, dude. Like, I'm not being the dad that I want to be for myself. I'm not being the dad that my dad is represented for me. Wow. You know, and so I kind of, like, genuinely straight up, like, no bullshit. I said, I'll join the military. So if I get shot in the fucking face, she'll make her money. And I'm known as a hero for her. She gets paid. My life is good. Because baseball was my life. So once that was gone, I'm good to go. No. Like, there's no reason for me to exist. I'm not good at anything else, bro. Like, I'm good at throwing a fucking curveball. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, this is my shit. So I joined, dude. And I said, what's the hardest thing you got? Originally, I went to a Marine recruiter. And I said, uh, what's your bonus? Because I'm looking for money, dude. Like, for me, it's like, give my daughter money. <laughs> we had up. the same conversation. I got nothing. I joined. <laughs> did, you know, combat tour and combat tour. This guy was like, yeah, I got 15 grand for joining. I was like, bro, <laughs> this motherfucker goes, a bonus is being a Marine. Yeah. <laughs> Dog, That's I looked at him, about. I was like, I'm good, bro. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just fucking, I'll boot it, right? I'm out. Fuck right. I think we need to see other people. Yeah. yeah. I said, yeah, this, that doesn't work for me, dog. And no. I'm broke as fuck. You know what I'm saying? No. And then uh, I went to the the, Air, uh, the Navy recruiter because I'm thinking, uh, Navy SEALs, like, I've heard those dudes are kind of cool. Can yeah. you swim, though? I swim like a motherfucker, oh, okay. right? Yeah, I swim like a motherfucker. That was my first thought, but, and then I can't swim. Yeah, but it was crazy because I was like, you want to join something tough? Like, I want to be challenged, dog. If I'm going to do it, like, let's go front line and get fucked up. Like, yeah. shoot me in the face. You know, that's like seriously how my mind was at the time because seriously, I was so hurt by losing baseball, I didn't have anything. So I was like, let's go. So he told me, he was like, well, we don't have a contract for Navy SEAL, but you can be an underwater fucking, I don't know, fucking whatever the fuck. Um, like a welder. Yeah. Like, that's fucking stupid. Like, that don't sound cool to me, dog. Like, I'm yeah. an athlete, like a motherfucker put me in the show, you know? Yeah. So as I was leaving the recruiter and I was sitting down the curb, a fucking army recruiter stepped up. And uh, he's like, what do you want to do? I was like, hardest thing you got. He goes, how about an Army Ranger Special Force? Like, what the fuck do they do? I don't know, right? Like, I don't know shit. So he showed me some videos. I'm like, cool. He goes, well, go watch Black Hawk Down. I was like, all right, I went that night. I called him the next day. I said, I'm in, dude. <laughs> Black Hawk Down's what yeah, got Black you, Hawk huh? Black Hawk Down's like, let's go. You know I mean? and so I joined with a with the Ranger contract and fucking, you know, and, and the rest is kind of history, I guess, you know? Yeah. Yeah, man. Man, that's crazy. I told you like the same type of story, right? Lost football. I went. I worked at Lexus. Smashed two cars together. Had nowhere else to go. So I went to the recruiters, and I was like, you know, I, I was like, I want to be a Navy SEAL. Mm. And they're like, you got to be able to swim. And I was like, I've never swam in my life. I still don't swim. And, uh, <laughs> can, I, can, I, can I be a Navy yeah. whale? Yeah. Can, <laughs> can I be on whatever vehicle you get me to where I need to get on land? And I do that. And then I went to the Marine. You know, my you know my uncle, great grandfather, Marines. I was like, I'll check out the Marines. I didn't even know what bonuses were. I wish now I could go back and be like, yo, there's people giving away bonuses. Yeah. Like I didn't know extra money was right. on the table. But then I joined the Marine Corps, and they're like, you know, what do you want to do? I was like, oh, you know, infantry, whatever I can do. And yeah. they're like, all right, let's let's change it up. Let's do something else. Like, no, I want to do this. They're like, when you want to leave as soon as possible. It was Tuesday. I left Friday. I had no idea about shit. I was just like, I was just like, I want to get out of here. I have nowhere to live. I have no money. I have no job. I need to leave. And it wasn't like, like we talked about prior to the show. It wasn't like I was, you know, I wanted to fight for my country. Like I thought it was cool. Like that's a cool, that's a cool thing. But for me, it was like, I needed to be able to eat. I need three hots and a cot. And I didn't want to do it in a jail cell. So that's, that's like, I remember I'm sitting in Kentucky, bro. The last college I played for in Los, right? I'm sitting in Kentucky working at Texas Roadhouse. 
I'm eating beef jerky and fucking and fucking cheese because I made friends with the Frito Lay's guy. You know what I'm saying? I got old ass fucking protein because the GNC guys, the other dudes, my homie too, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm eating like I'm I'm a, I'm a scumbag, bro. I'm just surviving, dude. I show up to work just to eat the fucking things I drop on the floor. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And oh, yeah. I'm living in a fucking it's two hundred fifty dollars a month. I'm living in an apartment that has a futon and a fucking kitchen table. Not even a shower curtain, bro. But that's where I did all my laundry. It was in my own shower. Like it was a fuck. I left the door unlocked because I want shit to steal, homie. Like, like it was. <laughs> It was that bad. And I was just like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing myself. I tried to apply for the fire department. I wasn't, I, I, it, it wasn't going to happen. There was no one hiring. I tried mm-hmm. to go back to college and junior college and say, maybe I can go to like a police academy, but out-of-state tuition was too expensive. Everything I tried was like not working. And I was like sitting here watching the owner of fucking Texas Roadhouse had to be there every single day. I'm like, man, that ain't it for me either, dog. You know what I'm saying? Like there's something more to this shit. And like, fuck it. I'd rather just go get smoked. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? And I'm watching no shit. I'm sitting next to an ex-Navy dude, and we're watching the fucking CNN, and, and the Marines putting the, the, the American flag over the Saddam statue. Remember that Marine? Yep, yep. And he pulls it down. His family's in studio, bro, and they're all fucking crying. They're super proud of this motherfucker, right? And I'm like, my family has never been that proud of me for shit. You know? <laughs> so fuck it. You know what I mean? And so that's where I was like, like I can kill a lot of birds with one stone. You know, yeah. join and my, my daughter's got a future. Yeah, I can die a hero. My family would be fucking proud, right? And this is the kind of, that's how simple the thought process was. It was like, yeah. Let's fucking go. But isn't that the most thing? Like for most of us, isn't that how simple it is? Like a lot of people like to put on their shoulders. Like I, you know, I wanted to make sure the American flag still flew free (laughs) on a daily (laughs) basis. But, but the truth of the matter is most of us are just fuck ups trying to get through life. Bro. I try and tell people, man, like college wasn't getting paid for by my family because you know, they didn't make enough and I'm not mad at them about that, but like, Mm -hmm. it's just a position we've been put in. Right. Like, so we didn't have the money. I had to do the military to pay for college or I had to be good at baseball. And you know, when baseball was done, there was no future for me, dude. I was going to start right back at the bottom. Yeah. Luckily, we're at a time now where you don't need college to be successful. But back in then, mm-hmm. you needed a degree to do fucking anything. Absolutely. To get paid anything worth fucking over 50K. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So like, the hustle was like, oh shit, I fucked up. I need to go to the military, get that money back, and get my degree. And so I was like, but that's a lot of us lower class, middle class. We had to serve to give ourselves the opportunity of mm-hmm. some kind of fucking future, bro. Like for a sure. chance, dog. For sure. You know what I'm saying? And whether it was to mature your fucking dumb ass, right? Or to fucking pay for college to give you opportunity, whether it's nursing schools or whatever the fuck, dude. It was never going to happen any other way. No. Now my kids, I potentially can pay for their fucking college, which is like, whoa. My kids are now one step further to that fucking like, that era of, of fucking, I guess that that generation of fucking every kid goes to college. You know what no. I'm saying? Yeah. Like, we, I might have created that for my kids by serving, which is fucking crazy. I never thought of the residual shit that could happen. Right? Every fucking kid in my family all seven of these motherfuckers can go to college because of me. Mm-hmm. That's changing the game for the Vargas's all the way Absolutely, through. Absolutely, you know? man. And never expected that. Yeah. I think it's cool, man, just to kind of see the different, uh, um, the different reasons people, like, why they, why they join, why they serve. Like, like you said, man, like, I, I don't want there to be like this kind of like blanketed on, you know, idea that people think that everyone that joins the military has to be like the most like America loving, patriotic. Uh, like I, I, I did the, you know, I've been doing the leadership thing for so long and in the, in the army, army, uh, excuse me, as a ranger, you, you learn a lot of leadership shit, man. You get thrown in some shit to like, all right, private, go teach a class to fucking a hundred rangers. You're like, Bitch. You know what I mean? <laughs> so you get thrown in teaching classes and teaching courses and, and just yeah. being in charge. And right away they're putting you in leadership positions to learn. Like, do you, so, so I'm learning all this shit. And so I become a drill sergeant eventually. Right. And we get, I get activated and I come up with these 20 questions. I wish I still had it, but I'm going to write, write them in. And as these 20 questions, every, every soldier shows up. Hey, first assignment you got today, write me a paper, answer these questions. You know, and the number one, it says, no shit, no lie, I don't care what it is. Why did you join the army? Like, just why? 
I don't care. It could be for college money. It could be for fucking whatever the fuck. Just be honest. It's the dopest thing to read those, bro. Because yeah. like when you get someone to be honest, it's just like very, very few are just like, just want to serve my country. Like very few. Because yeah. it's like, money for college. Money for college. Mm-hmm. Money for college. Like I was fucking up. Trying to fix it. I need to get away. Mm-hmm. Po- poor as fuck. Yeah. Wanted teeth. A couple kids like just wanted teeth. Dog. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So really humbling to re- read these answers. And be like, damn, man, it's crazy to see like the types of individuals that come from all fucking parts of the fucking United States just to fucking serve. And all of them have a different reason. And we're all like, look, this, for now, I'm going to get paid on the 1st and the 15th. I'm going to get fed. And I've got some insurance in this motherfucking pocket. Mm-hmm. Right now, I'm like 10 times better than a motherfucker before I got in. Yeah. You know? yeah. Oh, man. When I joined yeah. and I went from... Nothing. I mean, man, I, I talked about it a little with you after the last show. My boy and I shared a car that his mom gave him. We lived in her basement. We shared a bedroom, which is weird. Like, all kinds of crazy <laughs> shit. It was weird, though, before you joined the military. When you joined yeah. the military, man, fuck, I lived with my boy Ryan for multiple years yeah. in a studio this size. We just collected housing allowance. It yeah. was chill. But, like, you know, it was like, man— I wasn't shit before I joined the military. I mean, I literally wasn't shit. I wasn't someone to be proud of. I barely made it through high school. I I fucked up college. Like, I was doing nothing. And then you join the military. Exactly. You graduate boot camp. Get this fly uniform on. I'm I'm now, I'm, I'm, you know, Captain Pussy Slayers in my mind. (laughs) Even though, you've just done something. Yeah, something. More. And then you go home. I went home for a fucking Christmas break, right? I'm still in basic. I didn't graduate this motherfucker yet, but I'm just like, Christmas I, accident. Yeah, right. and I'm, well, you got to go home for Christmas. Christmas oh, accident, yeah. man. Not us. You, you just push you, through. You have to, bro, for us because the drill sergeants take their little break for their families. Yeah, so they send you home for like five days. That's cool. A lot of dudes fuck up and they they, they come back and piss, fail a piss test. But yeah. I went home and I right away knew like mm, things are different. I can't hang out with the same dudes. And you walk around more prideful, I just, I just right? Knew it, bro, I just know like you know what I'm doing myself is different, and I'm I'm actually happy what I'm doing because it's something. You know what I mean? Whether whether you agree with it or not, it's fucking more than what the fuck I was doing. And it's so cool, bro, because it changes the game. And some people look at you like, damn, you're doing good things, bro. Keep it up. You know what I mean? Like, dude, dudes in the hood, bro. Straight yeah. up like, hey, I'm glad you never stepped in with us. I'm good. Yeah. Do your thing. And like, that's, that's awesome. It's dope, bro, because you're like, damn. It's really cool to know that like, you know, you made a decision for you, but it's also a bigger decision than that, right? It's yeah. it's, it's actually for everyone, right? In, yeah. in, in the big picture, like, you're just, you're going ahead and throw yourself to the fucking wolves and say, Use me for four years and let me see what you got. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's a dope-ass fucking sentiment, right? Yeah. It's wild, bro. I mean, I think you just don't appreciate it until, like, later on, you know? Like, now I look back like, oh, man, I needed that shit. You know, it, it took me, like, years. Because I got out I got out in 2004. Well, I really got out in 2013. I went on, like, the admin leave or yeah. whatever the hell mm-hmm. that is. I don't even remember. But, so, I mean, I've been out a minute. But yeah. it took a couple years and, like, of drinking myself stupid and failing over and over again. To get to a point where I was like, man, I'm 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 pride. I, I find pride in that, but now I'm back to where I yeah. was. Like I'm about to shit on everyone else and pointing the finger at other yeah. people. It's like for you, like I don't know the entire story. Did you get out on your own? Did you get medically separated? Did you nah. transition on your own? So um, I got out in 2007 in June. Um, we we lost in 2007. We, uh, in 2006, we lost a, a squadron and team leader that were huge, significant um, impacts in my life. Like. I mean, I look up to one of the dudes, and and they're both, I hold them high, but one of them really made some impacts on my life that um, I hold him higher and in more respect sometimes than my own father. I mean, that's how much he's taught me in the short time I was with him. And so um, as a leader, as a a fucking, as a ranger, as like a fucking dad, like, and and he's just crazy. But so when we lost him, it was was actually, he was going to be getting out two, three weeks later when he come back from deployment. You know what I'm saying? He was getting, he was working to get out. And, um... I got to that point in my last deployment and thinking like, oh shit, I'm feeling like uncomfortable because like it's my last deployment. Like, 
and I can lose everything with one decision. And um, questioning that made me feel like it's probably time to go. You know what I mean? Like yeah. a little upset that I lost someone that was such an impact, a little upset that like he didn't get the opportunity to do his thing. And, and, and so like this really big conflict of, can I continue to live my life for this dude because he wanted to be a border patrol agent? And, and I could. So I said, fuck, so I applied for the border patrol and I just kind of worked my way out. Part of me wanted to stay in, of course, like this conflict of fucking fear of missing out, right? That FOMO shit. And I had like people, you know, first orange like, hey, stay in, we'll give you a bonus, we'll fly to air, you know, all this shit. And my wife at the time was just like, you stay in, I'm getting the fight, I'm leaving. Trying to be a good dude and trying to trying to hold on to that family, I was like, all right, fuck it. I mean, I can get out and do my thing. So I got out and um, I didn't realize how much it was gonna it was gonna I was gonna struggle. But it was like I remember I got a job at the prison right away. I mean, within the first week, I'm trying to fight motherfuckers. Like, yeah. open the door, motherfucker. <laughs> open the door. Like, like, I'm just like I just got back from Afghanistan yeah. and I'm like hot, like, raged out. Fuck everybody. You know, talk shit to me. Like, dog, you know who the fuck I am. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, and I had the ego. I had the ranger ego. Like. I'm, like my dudes have egos, right? We're, we're kind of brainwashed as much as like any Marine would or any infantry dude and any airborne dude. All these dudes are like, we're all kind of taught like we're the best thing since fucking fried rice, right? And so right. like some dudes like, one of the interviews like, um, what's it like being a park ranger? I was like, bitch. <laughs> park park ranger? ranger like, <laughs> so I was just mad at everybody, bro, because I felt like the world didn't respect what I did and I felt yeah. like they should have. They should have fucking, they should have honored what I did and respected and I was a fucking god goddamn army ranger like fuck you know how hard that was like like the ego was like getting the best of me at first and so that part of the transition was tough to to work myself out of it you know like i felt like anyone who was anyone should respect what i did yeah. and like it there, was weird there isn't that the thing is though like the ego that you're talking about though it's not that it was just built out of like it, it had no place or whatever when you're active duty and you're actually doing that job yeah you're a full-blown i'm a fucking ranger this is what i do that ego serves you yeah right it's a good fucking thing to have that uh, dude that's a great point i never even thought of it that way but you're right like bro we we we, we looked good and we played hard bro and we yeah. knew it and we knew it and it was fucking it was part of who we were yeah and it was part of the 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 honor and respect towards your own beret your own fucking unit you know that's pretty core and and it just it carried out to the civilian world the people fucking didn't get me. No. And, and I didn't get myself, right? Because I'm like, no. fuck these people, right? And I was angry. I was just angry at the world. And, you know, so I, I was in the heavy drinking stages, bro, where I was, um, you know, I'd finish a bottle and I knew which shift was happening on fucking corrections. And I hit my boy, I'm like, hey, you're getting off right now? It's like, hey, go buy me a bottle, dog. I'll get you back, bro. You know what I mean? And I'm doing these cycles of everybody's buying me bottles on their way home because I'm too drunk to drive. My lady ain't let me. No. But I can drink and she's cool with that. And I'm just getting fucking tanked every night, just dropping 20s on dudes. Go, you buy another <laughs> bottle, you know? Yeah. And it kept happening. Bro, and and it, and it, and I was fortunate enough to, to to have kids that motivated me to stay busy, right? Like I think stagnant is what causes a lot of fucking shit. If I didn't have to go to work to pay the bills, if I didn't have to go to fucking to use my GI bill to also pay the bills, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like For sure. I had to stay so fucking like on top of shit, or mm. else the family didn't eat. It's what saved my fucking life, dude. Because not everyone has that, and not everyone ha holds that responsibility as dear as I did. Like, there's yeah. there's dads that still say like, "I'm losing my house, bro, because I can't find a job." I'm like, "Bitch, I'd work construction. I'll be I'd out know. on the streets pushing snow no, with the local sixteen year olds. You'll, exactly. yeah. you'll like, see me next to Jose at a Home Depot, homie, and I say, <laughs> "I speak English too, dog. Let's go. Like, yeah. I will do it all, bro." Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I was working a full time job at a prison. I was also fucking taking the kids to school in the morning because I was a night shift, and during the day after I dropped them off at school. 
I go to fucking school and do my EMT and fire for firefighter courses because that's the route I thought I would probably go into. And then fucking I go pick them up from school, fucking take them to the library because reading is a big thing for me to make sure they can fucking learn how to read. And then I go home, finally catch my sleep, go back to work the next day. I'm collecting two fucking checks as fucking much as I can just to make sure the family's good. That saved my fucking life, dude. Because yeah. that kept me away from drinking because I couldn't drink all the time. But when I was home, I was drinking as much as I could. I was inviting the friends over. I was, yeah. I was drinking for the anniversary date of the death of my boy. I was drinking for the fucking birthday of the death of my boy. I was drinking for the fucking Memorial Day because, you know, and it's like I was doing everything I can in those moments to show them the gratitude by hurting myself. No. It's this weird thing we all do. Yeah. We all do it. And I so, want to make another correlation too. Like yeah. all the things that you just like, you just like almost like word dumped, like a ton of stuff, right? And I want to make a correlation on that, man. You literally just said like, oh, I was doing all this stuff, right? Yeah. And that's, for for one, I want to, I want to, I want to kind of like make light of the fact that like you having a family that you feel the need that you need to provide for was one of the biggest reasons why you're just grinding. Right. But also it's familiar, right. Being so fresh out of the military, right. You know, a high stress, high deploy, high, every damn thing environment, every, everything about that environment is high paced, right. It's what we know. Go, 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 go. Right. Being comfortable is something that you don't fucking require. Yeah. You know? And so, there's a lot of people that want to ask like, Hey, what do I do when I get out? What do I do to make my quality of life be better? What, what is it that people are doing? Like, you know, why are people committing suicide? Listen, stick to your guns. Do like, stop trying to rewrite every fucking thing and be someone you're not. You know what I mean? Like yeah, you, exactly. You, you, you did what you kept doing. You're like, you, you well, know? Yeah. And I mean, just a caveat to that, like, yeah. There's a million nonprofits out there for veterans. Millions, mm-hmm. millions, like fucking, like legitimately fucking probably millions, right? Yeah. And like there's probably 30 of them for dogs and 30 of them for wood chiseling. One of those is probably going to be good for you. No. Not all of them, no. right? Like so it's like for me, like if you tell me like, hey, dude, this is good wood chiseling, I'm going to be like, bitch, I don't wood chisel. <laughs> that's, that's, do they have alcohol? Yeah. That's, I'm on the way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right? It's not in my heart, right? But yeah. we have to identify that ourselves, right? Like you got to be true to you, dog. Yeah. There's a jujitsu one. Cool. I'm in, right? Like, I'm down to fucking train because that's who I know I am. That's what I, I love about me. And that's where I want to grow as well. Yeah. But it's well, just funny. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I got two main points that yeah. I don't want to lose before this. So we're talking about like how these all correlate together. But, but let's go back to something that a lot of people don't understand. Yeah. Like he was a ranger. He was thrown into these leadership positions very early on. A lot of people do four years and bounce from the military. And I've got, you know, I picked up E5 in two years. It was very quick. Like, yeah. you know, not so in my own thing. Maybe I was just in the right place, wrong, right time, whatever. But or, a lot or of people, wrong time. Yeah, exactly. But a, lot, <laughs> but a lot of people don't have those leadership, you know, they didn't get put into that leadership no. position. So they yeah. were in E3 for four years, got out, and there's, they don't have that same, right. hey, I'm uncomfortable, I'm this. They were used to someone getting them up or they were married, Bingo. came in, yes. and someone said, hey, you're in this uniform today. You got to eat at this time. We're going to the well, field. Yeah. That's dude. To that, it was like most of these dudes were seventeen, eighteen. Yeah, they didn't know who the fuck they were. Exactly, bro. they so didn't that, know shit. That, but that's what people I think is civilians and or veterans that we that we people struggle to understand is not everyone had that same military lifestyle. Correct. I mean, man, in the infantry, the Marine Corps is a small thing, but most people think like everyone in the Marine Corps is an infantryman. It's just because we're small, but only maybe seven percent of the Marine Corps is an infantryman. So the other what dude, do they call those? Those are the thirty-three. What is it? What is it? We call them pogues. Persons no, no, but, grunts, no, but, but, <laughs> but the infantry MOS is oh, it's O threes. O threes. Yeah. yeah so go, cool. so O threes only make up this much. Right. My bad. But uh, but y'all are some pogues though. If you're listening, just let you know. <laughs> but, uh, you got the but, you made about a hundred hey, bunch of people. Hey, man. that's cool. There's a you know the Marine Corps small for a reason. But anyways, uh, but like a lot of people don't have that leadership 
put into them. It's not instilled into them. A lot of people don't adapt to that and move forward. So there's that. But the other thing is the ego, right? Right. But we also, as vets, we have this ego, like you should respect what I do, this and that. But I want to, I want to throw this a different way at you. So what about the dudes that are 27, 28? They didn't have free college. They paid for themselves to get through college. They have this position and it's like, we don't respect them because they have an ego, but it's the same thing. Like, why don't I respect, why like as a veteran, when we first get out, we don't respect Mm -hmm. anyone because you didn't do the military shit. No, because you didn't serve. Yeah, you didn't, you didn't, you you weren't in combat, bro. You didn't remember that I, you know, because most people like were serving fucking chow with a DFAC in combat, but they're telling people like, man, well, I go to combat action room and yeah, mortar hit 55 meters from your spot. (laughs) Yeah. But I mean, you get what I'm trying to say though. At the same time, but did they not serve? Exactly though. That's, that's, that's what it is though. It's that exact argument. Like, okay, yeah, but I still served like, okay, well I get that, but we have to humble yourself and realize that most people in this world to make it like there's, I mean, yeah, we say like a lot of people get lucky and just get like, Hey, you're, you know, you got money for college. Yeah. Like my kids are going to be the same as your kids. Your kids the same. It's like when you have children, it's like, it's like you want to be able to give your kids more than what you had. I want to let you do it. If you want to go to college, cool, go to college. I want to pay for that. I want to help you succeed. Yeah. So the people that did and they were, you know, given that benefit, it's like we look down upon them. Like, yeah. man, fuck you. Like you had free college. Okay. I, yeah, I served. Oh, yeah, yeah, you you selfish boom bitch. Yeah, but it's like, but it's like, why though? This dude <laughs> no, worked once he went through college, he got himself that degree. I mean, unless you're those people that your parents are celebrities and paying for you getting USC and they're going to prison, you know, sorry you didn't work hard enough in high school yeah. when you fucked your parents. Yeah. But, but at the end of the day, it's like we have to be able to remove ourselves when you leave the military yeah. and say, like, you know, we all are working towards something. If my and, and I get it, man, I've been a drinking path like you yeah. like it's it's crazy like man it, it, we go back to it man i was in helmand province in 08 we lost a ton of motherfuckers like you know i was in when you were talking about you were in in afghanistan in 06 i was in hit and i was on the syrian board in 0506 this is the same shit you know yeah. but it's like but that doesn't make me better than brian or todd my man todd out here he's working his ass off and yeah. he's building his own business all this stuff so i think it takes us so much to humble ourselves it takes to push time. past that it takes time like like i remember going to my first counseling for ptsd and the room is filled with like fucking what i would call pokes too right yeah. and i'm like fuck you what the fuck have you seen but like in the reality like dog i signed up for this shit some of these dudes signed up to be fucking truck drivers. Wait, hold on. Wait. So what you you volunteered to do what? I've I volunteered to fucking like be infantry. I said yeah. I'm gonna be infantry because I'd like to see this shit from the front. Like fuck it. Right. I just told myself that. So I feel like I accept the fact that I'm probably gonna see someone fucking get smoked. I'm probably gonna have to smoke someone. I'm probably gonna be in some situations where I know it's gonna get ugly. Okay. So we're caveating to our next thing, transitioning and how there's two different things, things that could help people. We mm. talked about this before. I, I greatly believe that transitioning as an infantryman should have a different route than transitioning as someone that hasn't seen combat. And it would set people. So I'm sorry, I'm jumping into that. Well, you go, but I'm just saying like, that's another thing like I want to talk about. Let's I talk about that after this. Because it's sure. like crazy. I want to make sure. sure we don't forget that shit. No, like, for sure. And, and that's the thing is like, you know, I can be the asshole and be like, but were you infantry? No. Well, fuck off, right? Like I could be that guy, but I've—it's been so many years now that I'm like, I get everyone's job, and I get how it's all needed. Yeah, it's the guy who's a cook who tries to talk like he's a badass. I get like, all right, bro, let's let's tone it down. Not yeah, but now you let it go though, right? Yeah, I don't give a fuck anymore because I'm like, it's not worth it, right? Like, but but like, who's to say their PTSD is not on the same level as your PTSD, right? Like the guy that joined to be a cook didn't expect his buddy was going to get blown up in the vehicle next to him, right? Mm-hmm. So like, that's what we have to understand now is like, same as like, dude, our life is our life and fucking the dude who went to college instead is his life. Who gives a fuck? Mm-hmm. You know, like, but what are you doing now? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, look, here's my path. It's like me and mine's MC. I got one dude who's, we both grew up in LA. I went to the military. He went to prison. We're both actors. 
no one gives a fuck what the inside of that fucking sandwich is, right? We both just on the same bread right now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's just- Walk of lives are different. Right, man. And so like, we have to do that ourselves. We have to fucking tone back this fucking, oh, you're a badass because you serve. Like, no, man. It's appreciated. Gratitude. Thank you. Namaste. Whatever the fuck, right? Mm-hmm. But cool. You can't hold on to that as if that's your fucking like get out of jail free card, dog. Like we got to do more. Like my job right now is trying to fucking be more for the veteran community to see there's more past that. Like peel back those fucking layers, and then if you're not happy with what you see yet, let's make it happen. Absolutely, whatever the fuck that is, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And when you say that transitioning different for infantry, I've never heard that concept, and I think it's fucking interesting. Like fucking, I'd love to hear more of that. Well, I mean, if you think about it. There's different things, right? We train, eat, sleep to be infantrymen. That's all you it's to like go to war. Yeah, when you go to when you go out to the field, and this is, and I give people a hard time, but you yeah. did volunteer, and I appreciate all you pogs out there. I appreciate the shit out of you. <laughs> but at the end of the day, when you look at it, it's like we eat, sleep, train. I'm talking about schools. You know, I was an instructor at uh, Advanced Infantry Training Battalion. It's the same shit. You're at the field. The, you're in the field the entire time. You're continuously working towards things. Yeah, and it's all based on being an infantryman. Oh, for sure. And then like so, the other side of it, they do some courses. They do, but I mean like most. Of my friends, man, two of my baby mothers, you know, what's up? <laughs> they, they both were, you know, you, they go to school while they're in they're, They, they do all these extracurriculars. Like, you know, they're competing in fitness, yeah. this stuff that wasn't afforded to us ever. Uh, you know, like no. that wasn't something that was ever Bro, on the deck. The first female I smelled overseas was a letter from my mom. And I was like, that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to use this for more ways than I yeah. can. I was like, Who's this from? Mom, fuck, put that away. Yeah. <laughs> I can't read this for another three months. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like it's a different lifestyle we definitely live. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's eat, sleep, train, go to war, go to war, go yeah. to war. And like, I still, to this day, fucking, dude, you think we don't have issues, homie? We got issues. Oh, tons. Right? Like, How so, long's Army separation program before I get- I just, Oh, the Ranger Battalion has nothing, dog. It's, it's, like, a, it's, it's a seven-day seven ACAP program, they call it ACAP. You go in, you get some papers signed, and, taps, basically. and then you fucking get the fuck on out, right? Yeah, and the exactly. dog, I swear to you, I'm driving home and fucking, you know, and I'm like, this is fucking weird, dog, because now I'm a civilian, I don't know what the fuck to do with myself. You know what I'm saying? It was, a, it was an interesting time, because I even, I wrote a big old thing about it. People were like, you got PTZ? I'm like, nah, dog, what the fuck are you talking about? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, angry with the world, it was weird. But it's, it's funny, like, I know I still have issues. Some kids fucking came up to the fucking house going to ask someone to prom. I thought my daughter, but it wasn't. It was the wrong house. But I didn't know the story later until I chased them fucking several blocks down and stopped their car. And I'm like, what the fuck are you in my house for, dog? And they're like, um, we were at the wrong house. <laughs> <laughs> I got I was in the army. I got yeah. problems. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, uh, you'd be good to that girl. I'm, I'm, yeah. I gotta go. <laughs> you want a water or something for the road? <laughs> like, like I don't need to be paranoid and fucking Harriman, homie. Yeah. I don't. No, you, know no. what I'm you can leave your doors unlocked, right? In right. Yeah. And it's the weirdest thing is that it doesn't matter, dude. It, it, I've trained so long for so many years for the moment. Mm-hmm. And every moment I think is there, I'm back on, dog. Well, it's because you're ready. That's like, that's for us. And that's what I'm talking about. Like, I think the steps and taps or transition program for someone that, and this could be to anyone. I'm not saying that only infantrymen get into shit. There's CAG people, all stuff from all different. Anyone that's dealt with- Combat arms. Yeah. Anybody that's dealt with a stressful environment, there should be like a four to six six week transitioning program to where you can actually help them understand that the world's not going to get the issues you have. I think, dude, so, you know, one of my sponsors on my my podcast is- is, uh, core medical group and they, they do TRT, right? Mm-hmm. We talked about TRT. Mm-hmm. I think there should be more than a couple weeks. I think there's a full transition of full brain scan, full hormone scan, full PTSD fucking clinic. Like, let's just put them through a fucking three-month college of just recovery. 
You right. know, get them fucking painting their fucking emotions, all the dumb shit, right? But who gives a fuck? Yeah. Get through the mood. Let's make sure that your brain is good. You got a TBI? Let's do what we can to fucking oxygenate the brain, get things active again, get it going, get the blood flow. Your hormones are off? Okay, let's fix those hormones, get them right, and fucking mm-hmm. send you on your way. You fucking, you got PTSD? Sounds good. Let's see all the different fucking PTSD opportunities you can do, right? There's so many different ways you can fucking, let's put them through that. And then let's get to bring their family in too and let them fucking talk about what's going to happen. Because I've never talked publicly, but my oldest son moved back to Washington with his mom. And I believe, because I had a fucking crazy ass incident at the house. Like I'm fucking woke up from a dream, fucking going ape shit and looking over him, but he's under me. And he's on the couch going like this and like, like, like scared out of his mind. And I'm like freaking the fuck out because I'm like, like, uh, um, you know, I had an incident where there was like some burnt family, right? And so I'm smelling burnt ass ham in the fucking oven that I'm cooking and I fell asleep accidentally. And my wife's screaming like, babe, it's burning. And I fucking, I'm gone. I don't even know where I'm at, bro. Yeah. I swear to God. I had the video at one point where I'm jumping over the couch one way, jumping over the couch one way, running over, jumping over the couch, screaming, ah, and I, bro, I'm gone. Like gone to the fucking world, home to what? And I know it's like the worst timing of I got woke up during a really weird dream and then wake up to smoke and smelling fire and smelling burnt and like all these things. And it's just, dude, it was a good 30 seconds of like, I'm lost, you know? Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. And it scared the fuck out of this dude. And rightfully fucking so. And it's like, How I, old was he at the time? You don't mind me asking. He was 11. Okay. And I feel like, Dude, since he turned 12, he was allowed to make a choice. Like, I'm out. Yeah. And, and I know it, dude. I know it was, it was that, right? And I, and I get it. Because how terrifying it is to see this big-ass dude like me fucking standing over you screaming like a motherfucker. Like, <laughs> and so loud. Like, the scream. My daughter said, Dad, I had no idea who was screaming because the scream was something I've never heard. Like, that's, that's, that's how weird it was, right? Yeah. Weird, dog. And I've never remembered myself to be ever that scared in any moment. So it was the scariest moment in that moment. I don't even know what the fuck was in my head. And I think that fucked him up, dude. And I yeah. fucking feel bad because I'm, I'm always like, hey, bro, we good? Like, you know. Like, How old is he now? 12. 12 oh, 20, oh, so he 13, just, he he just, just left, out. bro. Okay. And he was like, and this just happened. It happened freaking um, last freaking uh, Thanksgiving. Have you approached it and talked to him about anything yet? That's a good idea. I should. And but just, it, it was just, it's such a weird thing, dude. Yeah. Like, He's young, too. Yeah, like, bro, and, you... and I thought, like, I've dealt with my shit. I, yeah. I've gone to fucking PTSD clinics. I'm doing another one right now because of this. It kind of ate, 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 ate at me. I'm like, well, I can't lose another kid by my own actions, like that are completely subconscious, dog. Like no, no control. I don't ever fucking touch them. I don't. I don't ever. Like I said, I don't hit them. I don't fucking. I might give them a stern like burp, burp, burp. Knife hand. Yeah, but they've never seen that side, yeah. and very few have, right? And so that was like a weird moment where, like, damn, it's still there. But it was know? embarrassing for you, though, dude. I couldn't eat like, dinner, dog. But that's the thing, like, man. And you know we we don't got to talk about this, like, yeah. but it's but I'm just saying like I honestly think like you just got to put him on your level. Like I know he's 12, 13, but like yeah. bro, like like you remember like I remember yourself as a kid like when your dad would yeah. do something, yeah. but then he would probably break it down to you like and let you know like dude, you are a big deal. Like you know what I'm saying like yeah. you're a big deal to a lot of people, and, but especially little man. But I bet if you took a second to step back and like let him know like bro, yeah, I was no. so embarrassed. And I'm sorry because that's man. I I had a little bit of a similar incident with my seven year old. It wasn't anything to that, but like I just try and like I, he knows like I mean. I'm, I'm a hood parent. Like, yeah. man, my kids know. Like, I let you know. Like, man, why the fuck do you spill it? Pick it up. Like, yeah. I'm not. I'm not here to baby you. Yeah. But it's like you know, I've had situations with Amari, and I'm like, hey, listen, like that's not like this. I'm embarrassed of what's going on right now. You know, we were at a yeah. Home Depot. It was weird. Nothing like that. Yeah. But but it's like it helped her. And she's only seven, but it yeah. helped her realize. You know, like I've been diagnosed with disassociation. So sometimes, like, and he's seen. I'll just stare off, like like I'm damn Force Gump waiting on Bubba to come back. Yeah. And. 
But it's just the simple fact of like, man, I just break it down to her shotgun style. And yeah. it really did help her. And now she tries to help me. If she sees me disassociated, she'll be like, daddy, daddy, you okay? And I'm, this is his father. Yeah, no, father I get you. Yeah. I'm no better, no worse no, than anyone. Bro, I'm, I'm not, probably worse than a lot. Bro, it's, it's more like I've been so embarrassed for the past year to even accept it. And I just recently kind of like, you know, like we do these checks, right? I yeah. kind of check some balances in life and I'm like, man, how did, how did my, like, how did my son like just decide to like bounce out for me? You know what I mean? I've, I've raised that kid since he was little, but I get it, right? There's a side of me that scared him, dude. And, yeah. and, and it's up to me to fucking fix that. But like, I guess I've never wanted to come to that and say it, right? Like now I'm like, yeah, I got to try and say, what's up, bro? Like, this is who your dad is. And like, that's why I'm doing the counseling again, right? Like, like however many times I got to do this, whatever you're going to do. But I, what I don't want is to have the residual effects on my kids. And bro, that's what's kind of happening. I'm proud of you though. Thank like, you, that's bro. a big ass deal. Like Appreciate to be able to sit back and, and show enough humility to be like, man, I'm on, I'm on live air. I had this incident happen. Oh, I'm working tripping, on it. Man. You know, but no, it's a big deal though. Oh, thank you. I don't want you to not take this as a big deal. Yeah, okay. This is something I push on people. Yeah. Like when you come, when you overcome something, that truly ate at you because it ate at you enough for now you're checking yeah, back in bro. somewhere. Yeah, you're, you're, you're trying to make things better, but it's a big deal, man. But that's part of like, and I appreciate that, bro. I appreciate it. I'm not blowing you off. No, I know. I, I know you're that. not. I know. I, know, I, got you. I'm just <laughs> make, I want to make sure you know that you find pride in yourself with it because, man, it is. I think that's what the problem is with a lot of veterans and a lot of people in general. Yeah. But we don't count the small hiccups yeah. that, that turn into big ones. And then when we overcome them, we just push through because that's what we're supposed to do. That's that mentality of yeah. military shit. Adapt and overcome, man. Yeah. But, man, yeah. hey. I Big appreciate dog. it. I, for real. Nah, I know you're not you. blowing me off, man. No, I'm just no. proud of you. I appreciate it. Thank but you, anyways, go thank back. You. But like that's part of like the thing the transition has to be. The family yeah. needs to be involved, dog. Because you'll lose your family. Yeah. Because, you know, I wrote a I wrote a blog back in the day. It's actually in my book as well. It talks about I was in love with work. I put work first, family second. And and I said, Oh, but I'm doing it all for family. Yeah, we are. We're paying our bills, right? Like you would know you have you have kids, right? Like like you understand where maybe my decisions were like, well, the more harder I work, the more money I make. Good, yeah. good for the family, right? The more deployments I go on, the more money we make. Good for the family. But in the end it's not, right? It's actually good for yourself and bad for the family. And we we, we also disassociate that for some reason. We think like, no, 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 this is my job. I'm gonna be a good ranger by saying yes to everything. I volunteer work, yes. Can you go to this training? Yes. Can you go here? Yes. And that's and, a real thing too, no, man. They, up, they literally like you're rewarded. You know, hey, give me two. Hey, you know, like yeah, hey, you're gonna get you're gonna get, you're gonna get promoted faster than anyone, bro, because you yep. fucking do it. Yep. Like, thanks, man. I appreciate it. It makes me feel good as a good ranger. If I'm a good ranger, I'm a good dad. I'm a good right. And then it's like you're gonna miss your son's birthday. Yeah, but like you know, I'm gonna get promoted. You know, I got I got to do this, and so it's these things that we get taught and trained. You good, dog? Yeah, broke the shot. <laughs> <laughs> nah, need your help. Got little on? technical difficulties. Hey, we just talked about adapting and overcome. Hey, Roger that. How many how many veterans does it take? <laughs> At least three. At least three. I'm back in. Yeah, but the All thing right. is, like, we've been taught for so many years, like, work comes first because it's what supports the family. But yeah. this whole time, I wasn't relevant to my fucking. Kids lives dog mm -hmm. I didn't know what I was doing and if they taught me something in, in Ranger Battalion is like hey bro you gotta put your family first sometimes if that was actually preached you know how many marriages would be saved mine wouldn't because it was fucked from the day one and that's fine right yeah. but a lot of other ones that just needed time you need to give time to the woman you need to give time to your kids that could have been saved by you changing your mentality right if the unit changed the mentality and said hey family is first but there's sometimes we have to go to work and you know and that is okay but if you're going to be choosing your fucking going to, going to fucking an extra training and miss two of your kids' birthdays, that's not okay. No. You know what I mean? Because 
I lost my fucking years with my kids and I'm driving to Texas, finally got full custody of these kids, right? I'm fucking pumped. And I'm joking with them in the car. And my daughter, who's now 14, was probably seven at the time, eight. And she goes, no, seven at the time. She goes, dad, you're really funny. And I'm like, fuck, yes, I am. What the fuck? What the fuck? I mean, in my head, I'm so mad. I'm like, yeah, I'm the funny motherfucker. Like everyone knows me as funny. Like what the fuck? And I was mad because like my own kids have never seen the funny side of me. They saw business, dog. I come home. Good morning. Good night. I love you. Eat. Sit down. Yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. Please. Right. They never saw dad like fucking let loose and be fun. And we're driving to Texas and I'm like, oh, fuck. I fucked up. I fucked up. And that all came from because I gave the job all the validity that it needed to be like, no, because job is first and that pays for family. Like, fuck no, dude. Now it's family first, work second. Every choice I make in family, me and my wife have to agree. Like, no. I, like I'm going to take this job. You good? Okay. All right. I'm going. And it has to financially be beneficial and has to make sense. And when it doesn't make sense, I'm out because family is everything and it has to be, dog. But we're not taught that. Not even in law enforcement, bro. No. I'm in a border patrol getting going everywhere, dog. And I'm like, and, and now my second marriage. And I'm like, you got the kids? I'm out. Same shit, dog. Fell into the same cycle, bro. What's because I think they push like, they push family in the military, but they push this as family. Yeah, camaraderie fam- is well, family. Dog, yeah. you know, how about going overseas? Who do you love? Oh, yeah, you know. I that. love my unit, yeah. dog. I love my team. I love my soldiers. They're my fucking dudes. Those are my kids, bro. I even call them my kids. Yeah. People used to make fun of me like, hey, kids, get up and eat. They're like, why are you calling kids? Dog, because they are my kids. I mm-hmm. love these motherfuckers. And that's a respect thing to them, too. It is. I'm, big time. Yeah. yeah. And you get so tight in that. And then we come home. I'm like, I want to go hang out with the kids, dog. I yeah. want to go play fucking PlayStation, just see what they're doing. Yeah, I want to go drink at the barracks, yeah. hang out. Yeah. Man, I, I, like you, man. I, 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 like, I fucked up with two of my girls, like, a lot. I'm paying yeah. for it now. But yeah. it's about being able. That's the thing that we have to understand. Is like, you have to make up for things. You can't just keep letting it ride. Right. Mm. You know, at the end of the day, it's not like, oh, man. Well, I fucked up. Like, I'm just gonna let this one go. Like, no, yeah. it's like, it's like, honestly, like we're taught in the military when you do contract pair, anything paramilitary, yeah. people need to understand that. Yeah. They put family first, but your family is your brothers and your sisters next to you. Yeah. And then there is a look or a feeling you get when you refuse to do oh, a school, bro. when you refuse to do a pump, oh, when, you refuse, when you refuse to extend. Like shit. Yeah, they, yeah. They make sure to let you know that you're not good enough to wipe their ass with anymore. Yeah. It's like, oh, shit. Yeah. If the military wanted you to have a wife, they would have issued you one. Yeah. <laughs> well, I thought they did. I divorced two of them. What am I supposed to do? Uh, <laughs> you guys dude. keep giving me fuck up. One. <laughs> That's dude. the fucking shit, though, bro. Oh, yeah. They make you feel like shit. Big time. Yeah. So now we're all chasing and trying to fix that. Right. Yeah, exactly. And but now we're trying to as you so let's just get to trend with transition now, yeah. right? So Rocco, like let's talk about how you got to the point where you because I mean we could bullshit about military yeah. stuff because that's just two, some dudes that did stuff and had some fun. Yeah. Like we could bullshit about that all day. But if we get back on the top, like transitioning, like what made you continue to be successful through your failure? So now we're back to the point where yeah. you, you know, you're a corrections officer. Yeah. That was cool. And then you were drinking daily. That's yeah. cool. I mean, yeah. for some people, it, it, you it know, it's probably what I needed. Yeah. To be honest, to right? get, you needed to hit a rock bottom. My, yeah. Debrief myself. Yeah. To get to some point. But then what, um, what, can, what made you decide, you know what? I'm done with this. I'm going to pick up something. And I'm yeah. going to do something good. I think I've always been like watching everyone around me. Social media was 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 really just kicking off. You had MySpace. <laughs> and Man, MySpace was the shit. You had your music <laughs> on there. My, my MySpace yeah. was popping. Uh, yeah, my I was overseas was like, oh, hey, what's up? So you had MySpace. And you had, you had um, Facebook started finally doing its thing. And you start watching how people post. You start watching how they talk. You start watching like on the anniversary dates, one of my buddy got arrested. And another one got arrested. Like all these rangers just fucking up their lives because they're, they're paying tribute to our boys, right? And mm-hmm. I get it, dude, because I was doing it. But then it's like... 
man, I had to grow and, and whatever that fucking switch was that made it happen, there was a switch at one point. And I can't tell you the exact moment, but I know like I got tired of watching all my dudes fuck themselves up and saying they're fucking doing tributes to our, our, our pass away homies. Right. It didn't make sense. I was like, wait a minute. There's no way. And, I, and the man of faith, right. There's no way these dudes are looking down from heaven saying like, fuck yeah, bro. Get drunk. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. I'm so proud of you. Yeah. There's no fucking way, bro. Hit all the ass you can, yeah, bro. I'm so proud of you right him, now. Yeah. Get him. Yeah. Fight that dude. Like yeah. there's no fucking way, bro. And, no. and like in my head, I'm like, okay, well then I'm done with that. I got to start living for these dudes. Right. And so I fucking took the fucking border test. Finally, three months after fucking getting out, I failed. Had to wait three more months. Boom. They revised their scoring and I passed it. So now I'm on to the next phase. I'm like, oh shit, here we go. The hiring process for, for border patrol took me two years. In the meantime, I went to drill sergeant school as well, right? And so as this is going, it's really changing things. I'm like, all right, like, fuck the drinking out of depression, man. Like, let's live for them. Let's make them proud. And yeah. so now I'm on the moment. So like, my motivation is make them proud. Everything you do, make them proud. Make them proud. Long story short, dude, fucking while I'm in there, I knew I needed some more help. Went back to counseling and fucking started doing counseling because, dude, there's some crazy moments on the border where I think I almost fucking popped some dude in the fucking head because, like, I smelled him and he smelled like, he smelled like a fucking dude in Afghanistan. You walk into the border for fucking 12, 15 days, you smell like sweat. Oh, yeah. You smell like yep. body odor. You're on the border, it smells like burnt trash and fucking shit, right? I'm in the deep of the border, right? And then at the same time, I'm wearing night vision, dude, just like I was as a range, bro. And I had a fucking AR-15 in my fucking hands, dog. So I'm like chasing a dude and I'm like popping in and out of thought process, right? Like <laughs> in, the, in the army, you can shoot a squirter. They're running from the objective. That's fucking the ROE. Yep. You know what I mean? Straight up. Not on you the border, homeboy. Oh you'll go to prison. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I'm flipping back and forth in my mind, and I'm chasing this dude. And I finally caught this dude, and I just slammed him. And I'm like, I popped the nods off. And I was like, whoa, bro, there's still shit there that needs to get fixed. You know yeah. what I mean? And so, you know, I started, when you acknowledge these things, it's like I could just drink them away or keep going, you know? And, and I ended up fucking talking to a buddy of mine who calls the counselor. And boom, that's changed a lot, man. Because as much as I'm telling myself I want to change, as much as I'm telling myself I want it to be better, it was impossible to be better because I wasn't getting the sleep I needed because I was drinking and fucking self-medicating and I was still having these fucking issues. Mm -hmm. you know I, mean? I was having bad dreams about a situation and I'm having these daydreams, right? These fucking things. Yeah, you that, run through like that that white, great white buffalo in yeah. your head all the time. Like, oh man, I could be doing this yeah. or this situation. Yeah. Right, all this shit, dude. And so like when I was able to fucking capitalize on that issue, bro, shit just started falling on top of each other. started working, right? Like, yeah. like sleep helped and I didn't have to eat a drink to go to sleep and then I started getting back in shape and I started fucking, you know, and I made special operations in the Border Patrol and now fucking people are like, dude, this ranger's now a fucking medic. We got to pull him on the fucking tactical team. And it was like, things started popping for me, bro. I got custody of my kids. Like, everything started happening. As With, soon as you did what, though? As soon as you got help, Got right? help, bro. That's it. Counseling. Counseling. You can't help yourself, like especially when you're too. I mean, you can help yourself, yeah. but when you're so far gone, and this is my personal no, experience. No, you're right. You're right. Like, man, I've been seeing a psychiatrist, Doctor S. You're listening. What's up, my man? You've helped me a lot, but yeah. I've been seeing him. I was. I mean, he knows every Wednesday I see this guy. Like, but yeah. for the first for three years, I've been seeing. I've been seeing dude for for every week, every other week, and it's yeah. finally got me to a point where I'm kind of normal. Well, that's kind of the thing, dude. Is like you as much as you want to be better. You can't be better if you're not fixed inside, yeah. right? You got to fix you first, right? And so once that was fixed, I could actually start improving. And then like, dude, just like momentum took off, bro. Mm. I fucking became an instructor for SOG, Special Operations Group in the Border Patrol. I fucking helped write the program for the Border Star right now, what they use in the academy. Fucking, and then fucking Article 15 popped off. And then my, my route towards working with veterans 
completely completely changed. Yeah. So for those that don't know what Article 15 is. Uh, Article 15 Clothing was a t-shirt company that I was a part of um, back in the day with, or with Matt Bass and Jared Taylor, which now, if you guys know, is Black Rifle Coffee. Mm-hmm. That whole group of individuals jumped into that, that world of, of business and kept going. I separated from them. Uh, after Range 15, a movie we produced, to go towards the entertainment route. For my reasons, right? For 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 being home with the family more often, for chasing a dream that I believed would give me a bigger microphone to have a bigger voice for the veteran community in a positive way. Yeah. So that's what I'm doing now, right? And so knowing that counseling helped me, made me motivated to say, hey, tell more. Tell them all. Let them know. You know, and then like follow my footsteps. And all I want to be is that like fucking that 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 backstop for dudes to be like, hey, here's where I want to go. How do I get there? Fix you first, homie. Fix you first. Once you fix you, everything starts falling in place. And then you're gonna and then something's probably gonna fuck up, right? And you're gonna step on your dick, and that's cool. Yeah. Fix you again and do it again. You know what I'm saying? And that's where I'm at right now in life, right? Like I'm an actor on one of the fucking biggest TV shows on television. And and I know what that means, and I can explain that a little bit more later in depth of what I really believe that would be. But I have a fucking family. I have a healthy marriage. I have a healthy relationship with my fucking kids. And like I'm involved. I'm a coach for their wrestling team yeah. in their high school. Like I'm in it, dog. I'm fucking. I give them as much time as possible. I work on me. I write all the time, and that's my therapy for myself as well. That's Man, isn't that a powerful tool? Crazy. I know you write like you write a bigger scheme write, of things. Yeah. You write right, but I mean, like, man, I fill journals up, and it's such like a. And I was talking to him about it. You, you know, he had some struggles. You know, a while back, I told him, "Man, we got to write more. Like, you got to write." Yeah. It's such a. It's such an eye-opening thing to read back the crazy shit that's going on in your mind, and then and then to read that to a psychiatrist and be like. Yeah, I, I am fucking weird. Bro, to be to be a creative has been more therapeutic to me than anything. Like as much as like the counseling helped helped with certain things, finding the the outlet of acting and writing became even better. Like I was spilling fucking shit on paper, and fucking that was turning into a fucking blog, and that was turning into this, and that was turning into a concept that I want to write. And whether it fucking ever saw the light of day or not, it was good to fucking reread and be like, mm. Fedger's hole. Yeah, because what I've always been trying to do is put into words how I feel, and breaking it down to a point so fucking visceral that someone would read and be like, oh my God, you just said what was on my heart. Like that to me is like, fuck yeah. <laughs> fuck yeah because it means it was real that means I was able to put on paper something so fucking honest you thought I pulled it from your fucking brain and yeah that, people can immediately can relate right and that is power mm-hmm. right and if, if me fuck a veteran if me as a human can help influence motivate inspire others to just do more be more motherfucker no. I'm here no. until someone can pass me up and do more good I want them to right What's in leadership I want to teach my men fatherhood I want to teach my subordinates to be bigger and better than me at all times Absolutely. and if yeah. all I can do is leave that for the veteran community here's a blanket motherfuckers if I can do that for you do it and then I can sit back and watch you and be like fuck yeah look at this dude on my TV that guy's right? a fucking veteran you know yeah. what I'm saying? Man, I, like, we could literally end our show right now we're not going to but you could end your show with showing so he, you know, he spoke about himself. He's on the Mayans. He's he's done all this stuff, right? And and now, like like I said before this, I didn't have a lot of essay on him. Now, you know, I've been sitting here with a chubby for a minute. But uh, but as you look at it, you say like, what is this dude doing? He's just spilling his guts and letting That's people it. know you have to be vulnerable in order to grow. Yeah, yeah bro. Sure. Like, if if you wanted to put into like words of what the fuck my mission is now, um, you know, if if all I am is just a 
a beacon of light for you to follow and, and try and try and emulate or, or to show like, look, I'm the most normal motherfucker. Like we all the same fucking dude, right? Like I fuck up. I fucking, you know, sometimes I piss sitting down because I'm lazy as fuck, right? Like, <laughs> like, like straight up, I'm normal as fuck, right? I love how that's the story. You're saying, hey, I piss sitting down. Right? Sometimes I piss sitting down because I'm lazy as fuck. That's the most honest thing because that's how I put on my shoes, dog, because I'm too lazy to bend over and I can't hold my breath long enough anymore. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, Bria tells me to piss sitting down at nighttime when I drink or smoke too much. She's like, you're peeing all over the walls. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, I take my shoes and socks yeah. in there. I piss and sit down. I'm fucking putting them on because it's comfortable for my back, you know? <laughs> but the truth is, dog, like, it's so normal and so real. And if this normal dude and so real and so fucking, so fucked up can get to where I'm at, bro, any motherfucker listening can. And that's the truth, Thank right? You. But so many dudes w- won't be that honest and open. You know what I'm saying? Like, me, I'm like, dog, I am not here to fucking be famous. I can give two fucks about that. Genuinely, don't give a fuck. It actually makes my life fucking harder because people fucking bother me. You know right? What you know what I'm saying? Like, I can. You know how you've seen it. <laughs> yeah. and it's like I respect it because they've given me the the life I live. Yeah. But sometimes I would just like to have a meal and not be fucked with, mm-hmm. and that's okay too. It's like it's the good and the bad. But the most honest statement is like, if all I am is just like someone who's leading from the front right now, and you can follow and go way fucking past me, please do. You know, please do. No. And I can sit back and be like, cool, man. I just want to be a gradual fucking footprint into the fucking change of the future in some aspect. Yeah. Man, like, you understand, like, you are, in a lot of ways, man, like, you serve as inspiration to a lot of people, man. And there's a lot of other people out there, too. Like, they're doing things in their own way. And a lot of people, like you said, man, like, if you can be a light for people to follow, you know what I mean? Like, you're essentially laying down tracks to, um, for, you know, to to essentially establish a trial that people can, you know, follow for themselves. And I think that's, it's really important for people to see, like, what people are doing. You know what I mean? It's, this is actually, it's, it's, it's a really cool fact that we can just get you on here and actually tell your story because people can actually, they can, and listen uh, maybe they don't know about what the military is about yeah. so they can hear about perspectives from you and I or you know just people in general about like oh man this is how the military helped him and and guess what like you know we talked about like uh, you know taps real quick like that's yeah. like the you know it's the like a week long transitional thing well guess what that, all that is is literally like they, they essentially teach you how to build your you know build your resume it's, it's, okay? it's a checkbox for the yeah, military yeah it's CYA it's cover your ass yeah. yeah that's literally all it is so yes your resume having like a, a, a well tailored resume is going to help you but you know what else is going to help you even more so having some balls right having some confidence to just be yourself and get out and know that you know what i'm i have no idea what the fuck i'm gonna do i'm gonna fail i'm gonna fail often but i'm gonna fail up i'm gonna get better because i'm gonna fucking fail and i'm gonna figure shit out for them for myself and you know what i'm i'm gonna if 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 i do something and and i don't do good at it i'm gonna get better yeah and i'm gonna do things that it just because they they're they're for me you know what i mean and Bro, if I gave you a list of all the jobs I've had getting out of the military, I mean, it goes from Uber driver to fucking to, to car salesman to fucking, you know what I mean? To, <laughs> exactly. to, to bouncer. To, I mean, I've tried it all and I realized like, that's not me either. Next. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. And so it's like, it's okay. We're yeah. all going to fucking fail. It's, it's just how you fail and, and failing forward, dude. Absolutely. When I was in the military, man, I, I, I was bound and determined. You could not have convinced me otherwise that there was, that there was going to be a battle that I was going to have to endure that was going to be harder than the military. And now as a civilian, that was the most ignorant thing that I could have thought at that time, because now I don't give a shit what I've done, who I was, who I've been. I care about who I am and who I'm going to be and what steps I'm going to take today in order to make sure that I can be that person and that 
I'm never going to accept that. Okay. You know, I'm the best that I'm going to be. Fuck that. I'm going to be even fucking better tomorrow because I don't accept that today. How I am is the, the pinnacle. Right. I can always be better. And I think that's the biggest message to take away. Just do the fucking best to everything you do. You know what I mean? Look up to people. That's awesome. Whatever. But you know what? Look up to your damn self. Yeah. And the things that you're doing, man, on the levels that you're doing, much fucking respect, brother. Trying, bro. It's a it's a daily, daily grind, right? It's a daily hustle. And it's like, it, I have all the intentions to doing it, you know, into the farthest possible. Like, you know, I... Um, you know, I used to, you know, my motivation in the military was always like watching my daughter watch me cross a stage and receiving an award, right? That was my first, like my vision after, after basic training. I'm like, I'm going to try and receive an award. So my daughter's there, she can watch that. Then airborne and then rip. All right. And then ranger school. And like always was the motivation as kids grow on, I started visioning all the kids in the, in the fucking stands. And you know, there's been moments where they've been there and they saw it, but it never satisfied my my vision of what it would feel like yet you yeah. know and i think that's still to come right i think that vision that has been driving me since the military is now that vision that's driving me in acting and i think i'm gonna i'm gonna fight like hell to to create that fulfill that vision no with something big whether it's gonna be an oscar an emmy a grammy or whatever the fuck it is mm-hmm. it's something i'm gonna cross the stage and all those kids gonna be looking at me like oh shit dad did it <laughs> you know what i mean and oh, i've been yeah. chasing that fucking thing for so many years yeah. that's my chase right that's what I, I fucking strive to i just want them happy i want them to be like dad's a cool dude you know what i mean and fucking his, his work ethics and all they all know the hard work is there yeah but it's just like be proud of me, please. Like I'm doing it for you in the end, but I just want them to be proud of like their dad who's done it and tried to keep his integrity the whole time. You know what I mean? I get like, that, fucking, that's the, that's what that's what drives me, dude. No, yeah. you need. I, I dig that, man. At least I, I feel like people need to chase. You have to. You know what I mean? You got to have something you fucking chase in life, otherwise yeah. you're just like you're settling. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like complacency sets in. Yeah. Well, think of this, man. Like, you know, I'll, I'll finish my my whole acting world on this. Is like, you know, currently I'm on a big ass TV show and, and I'm considered to be a, they call it a heavy reoccurring guest star which is not the fucking biggest title but it's good right yeah, like that's you, dope, you man. see my name in the beginning of the fucking show and two seasons uh, you know the first uh, first season and ten episodes I was on nine and the second I was on eight so like obviously my character's there um, and you know I'm working on selling a couple concepts and I'm writing my scripts and all that and I'm making some waves in the fucking in the Hollywood scene and that to me is like I know what that means I know what I'm building and what I potentially am creating mm. for the future of fucking the veterans, of dudes, of Hispanics, of dads, of every motherfucker out there that's watching, I can be that voice that is currently missing for us, for our generation, for our guys, no. right? There's, yeah. name it, man, there's very few OAF, OEF veterans right now in the acting space doing what I'm doing, very few. I'm talking, you could probably name them on one hand who actually has speaking lines and is a heavy recurring guest star. Like, there's, there's very few. I couldn't name one. I, I can name a few because it's I'm in your right, industry. Right, but like, yeah. so name a fucking guy who's gone to war in our time who's now on TV, right? Like, very fucking few. So I yeah. potentially can be this voice that starts this fucking path of a lot of motherfuckers doing it. And that's that burly. Me, heavy, right? That's a lot of fucking pressure. At the same time, I enjoy that fucking pressure, dog, because I'm like, you can do it. Now, there's so many other things I've done in my life. Like, this is something I can do. Yeah. And, I, and I welcome that challenge. And my nerves is all fucking hell, just like a fight, bro. I'm nervous as fuck, and I don't want it. And part of me is like, oh my god. But, but it makes us better, bro. I've been training for this shit, dog. Yeah. So I, I'm welcoming this opportunity and hoping to just fucking people are gonna start tuning in, and be like, oh shit, that dude's a veteran. Nobody's like, 
he's an actor. Mm-hmm. He's an actor. Like, fuck all that. Peel all those layers. Oh, no, I'm an actor now, dog. Yeah. That's yeah. what I am now. That's what I'm super proud about doing. And I'm super proud about trying to get to the point where people would see only that, too. Mm-hmm. You know, because that's changing. That's transitioning. That's, like, Absolutely. transitioning to the point where, like, you know, I'm a peacock motherfucker. Let me fly. Don't <laughs> <laughs> fly. Man, I, I, man, I love it. I love all that. And I look at it and I take everything you guys have been saying and look at it like you want to be you want to be the beacon of light for people in the acting community, but it's like for everything, right? Yeah. And that's like, like man, I, I'm telling you, like my daughter and I, we pray every day at 7-Eleven. That's our stop. Like on the way to school, we pray about it. And I pray about being the beacon of light in whatever facet of life yeah. that I can be. Because yeah. from fatherhood to acting to anything we're trying to develop, as, mm-hmm. as far as the show, whatever it is, because I think it's like, that's what everyone should strive to do. Veterans, not veterans, whatever, yeah. to be the beacon of light to somebody. Because I don't yeah. care about, this show is awesome. Like I fucking come here, we have fun, we can try and be a good, you know, we can give voice to people. We can help people come on that are doing way more shit than we did. Probably more shit than we'll ever do, whatever it is. <laughs> but it's like at the end of the day, like it, can you make someone's life better? That's, that's all that should matter in life. Veteran, not veteran, whatever it is. Anything. When people, when we walk away from here, the only thing I want from, from Rocco, Todd, Brian, I want you guys to be like, man, my, you know, my day's a little better. Cause I, I chopped it up with Jeremy. We had a good time. And that's, that's at the end of the day, that's all I think any of us should be trying to do it, is better everyone else's lives around us without having to try very hard. Mm-hmm. You're just yourself. You're vulnerable, but you're a beacon of something. That yeah. father that's failing, because I look at you and say, man, my man, fought, he failed like I did, but he's still succeeding. He yeah. made up for it. You know, it's like, it's just the little things. Like you have to take, and it's something I, I learned young in the Marine Corps. You got to take good and bad of every leader you've ever met. For you sure. Know? And that's Absolutely, the thing that man. I think we fail upon is we don't take the bad of ourselves at times yeah. and think like, oh man, I don't want my kid. Because that's why I look at it for you. Yeah. Like, for me, all I want to do, and I'm sure this is the same for you, when your grandpa Rocco, hopefully in many years, because I know you got a seventeen-year-old girl and I got three girls. So like, I want man, I want my boy to have kids before yeah, my daughters because it's just a different thing. But, but I want to be able to hang up, you know, my boots for you. It'll be hang up your boots, your acting hat, yeah. your leadership hat, all these different things. I want to be able to. I want for all of us as men, women, whoever, when you hang it up at the end of the day. If God lets you take it to being a grandpa, a great grandfather, yeah. I want you to be able to look back and they say, "Man, you acted. You were military. You led people." You change lives. Yeah. And that's all it should be. That's it, man. We should be kicked back and want to change fucking you, lives. You can be content with that. Yeah. That's it. Man, That's man. I'm telling you, like, like, I talk about this with him all the time. I tell anyone, I am not a person that grinds 365. Yeah. I just don't do it. It's no. stupid. I mean, no, no offense to no, you, bro. but all these people that put out, you grind 365, all this stuff. I mean, I've done it. We did it. We're in the military. Yeah. I'm cool. I want to I chop it up and smoke a doobie on Sundays. Yeah. You know, like it's just, like, you, know. you fruits your labor, you need to enjoy them at some yeah. point. And yeah. man, I, just, I appreciate you guys. This is my fruits of my labor today. Like I love it. Like I appreciate being on here with you guys, man. man. Thank you. Thank you for coming on our show, man. It's it's a huge thing for us because not only are you friends with this dude, man. I like I look up to you and respect you. In the last two hours, we've been chilling, and uh, (laughs) but man, it's just it's just a big thing, man. For you to come on and just give us a little bit of your time. I know you're busy. New son, man. Congrats again on that. Hey, thanks for wifey for letting you come up. No, for sure. I'm sure I'm getting a bunch of text messages, man. But I appreciate (laughs) it, man. Uh, I want to leave some uh, leave on a good note here for our our listeners and our viewers and stuff, man. But uh, um. If you were to give, you know, anyone just uh, just some basic advice, you know, whether they're, uh, you know, just a newly maybe considering going to the military or yeah. maybe they're a veteran, right? And they're just kind of looking at how to transition and just better themselves in life. You know, what uh, what some what's some advice you would just give anyone and just how to, you know, be the best you and just, you know, go at things with, you know, the best attitude, I guess, if you yeah, will. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think, like we've been saying it, we've kind of been preaching it, and it's like, you can't do anything until you work on you first. Mm. I think we all got to be 
healthy for ourselves before we can try and be uh, any kind of impact in others. You know, and so it's always look at, look at ourselves, whether it's fitness, whether it's whether it's um, drinking, whether it's relationships, everything. You better you, be the best version of you, so then you can fucking go out there and be good for other people. Yeah, a lot of guys hit me up and they're getting divorced and or they got divorced and they don't know what to do. It's like get better, be the best person for you, be the best person for your kids. Because you're going to be in a position where another girl is going to show up mm-hmm. and you're going to be in a good spot because you're, yeah. you're better. You know I mean, so it's, it's all it is to me is like, I think we got to look at ourselves and we got to do our own checks and balances and we got to be our toughest critics. You know what I mean? You look in the mirror. I say, look in the mirror every morning. Look mm-hmm. in that mirror every morning and fucking judge the fuck out of yourself. I'm like, are you the best version of you? If you're not, start working on it, right? Every day, improve. Every day, get better. These small little missions I give myself. Like, I'm going to read one book, one book a month. Mm-hmm. I get that. I'm like, all right, I'm going to read two books a month. Right? I give myself these missions. Sometimes they're hard, man. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to do stand up comedy in the next six months. And I do these missions for myself to always grow. By the end of the fucking year, I've accomplished so many fucking missions. I'm a whole new man, dude. I'm a person I never expected I can grow that far, but because I've given myself these small missions, mm-hmm. I've made myself better. And that's the goal, right? That's the goal is always be better. Every year at the end of the year, I can look back and be like, man, I've grown so fucking much. Yeah. But that one year turns to 20, dude, you're a fucking whole different person, bro. Yeah. And so I just agree. I, I really believe in like growing and, and the only way you grow is like, is, is fucking, you know, self-accountability, dude. And, and once you can have that and, and make yourself the best version of you, trust me, the rest of the, everything around you fucking starts to change. Even your friends start to change, man, because you'll grow past people and that's okay. No. That's okay. Don't be fucking offended by that shit. Like you gotta be mm-hmm. around the fucking, your, your circle needs to be fucking just as driven as you are and continue to grow. And you, you might grow past them or they might grow past you and you can't get offended about that shit. Yeah. Amen, dude. Love it. Awesome, man. Well, I just want to say thanks again, man. Dude, it for was sure. so badass having you on the show, man. Oh, no, for sure. Especially as our first guest, yeah. uh, guest interview, awesome. man. Badass. Yeah, and fucking, you know, you know, you guys, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and get you guys on my podcast and, and those listening, you guys interested, check out my podcast, Vinny Rock Podcast. It's not as good as this, but, you know, it'll do. <laughs> it'll do. You You've got, been kicking it for a lot longer, you though, guys that's for got, sure. You guys got it. But, um, you know, anyone listening, bro, if you guys want to reach out to me, I, sw- I swear to you and I promise you I answer every single fucking message and I'll answer you like not which is a yo I'll answer dude you know I do mm-hmm. like you probably don't know that but like every message every everything I I give you all my fucking attention it's just something that I think is important if you guys have questions like let me help you you know hit me up I'm down to fucking answer those questions for you check out my book on transition it's called Light the Fuse you can find it on Amazon you can even buy it on my own website it's called vinnyrock.com V-I-N-N-Y rock R-O-C dot com and um, it talks about my life, man. It talks about the failures. I fucking put it on a book because I said, you know what? I think it's important for me to put it on paper for others to buy and share. And, you know, I still travel around the United States speaking on transition all over. And, and like, that's part of, like, everything I'm doing is to hopefully give back. And that's for me one day at the pearly gates saying, you know, Lord, you know, there's some bad I've done, but there's a lot of good as well. And hopefully fucking I get my fucking, you know, I get in. You know, and the last thing I want to say is, like, all you that are trying to do social influence right those of you that want to be in the position that that some of us are in right now and those of you maybe want to get into acting like we all need a chase but also be careful with that chase right because that chase could also be toxic and if your message isn't genuine it'll fall flat amen and so you know anything i do to help you guys you guys hit me up man roger i appreciate you man yeah thank you guys come on